0: Good morning. I have a special guest this morning to talk about Indigenous Peoples Day and a special event. It's a ceremony by Vets for Peace, and it's going to be happening at the Reconciliation Park in downtown Mankato at 1030. With me, I have James Brown. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Jim, you are with the Veterans for Peace organization. You are a veteran. Tell me a little bit about yourself and this organization.
1: Well, I I was a veteran veteran. Uh, from uh, 62 to 65, I served in Korea and Germany and I was I went in at 17 I came out when I was 21 and I came to MSU. I, I grew up here. but a lot of my friends got drafted and uh, I ended up uh, being an anti-war pro- protester at that time.
0: But you did serve. Yes, I did. So, talk about that experience. Is that is that after that experience is why you decided to be an anti-war protester?
1: Well, I it started with the civil rights movement. I was uh, in a platoon with a lot of black soldiers, and they were good, bad, indifferent. But I really liked some of them. And then, uh, in Germany, I, I had a kind of a, a an emotional experience. A friend of mine was leaving to go back to to the south, and he was cr- he was almost he was crying because of this violence that was going on there. And uh, that kind of pushed me over the edge uh, as far as uh, ending uh, racism and uh, the influence of the military industrial complex and uh, all that we were doing in the, throughout the world.
0: So have you been doing this... Since you've been back to the the United States, since you've been 21, or did it?
1: Well, no, I don't. I just, I took some time going to college, and, sure. uh, and a lot of my time was spent uh, in uh, Veterans for Peace and Vietnam Veterans Against the War. As a matter of fact, we had delegations to go to the uh, Washington Peace Demonstration, where the soldiers threw their medals across the thing, and I think that was very uh, emblematic or re- memorable moment in uh, my life. And so it stuck with me all the way. I spent 38 years at Cato Engineering as a testing engineer. And I was uh, reawakened by Sister Gladys Schmidt and her co-peace workers down at the uh, post office in Mankato. And I I came by and they were out there protesting the war in Iraq. And uh, I said, well... I should be there, so I, I, I joined that group and, uh, and then later on I, I uh, was doing research and I stumbled on Veterans for Peace in the cities and I went to their, since I have family in the cities, I went to their meetings and I've been, uh, been there ever since.
0: So what is Veterans for Peace? Is it a national organization?
1: Yes, it is. It's an international organization. Okay. We have 140 chapters throughout okay. the world. It started in 1987. It's made up of veterans of combat, non-combat, and associate members more specifically here in Minnesota we have separate uh, programs in in our chapter we specify that uh, we want to re- revise the the peace demands that the general public made after world war 1 in world war after world war 1 the uh, the peace movement was so strong that every organization proclaimed peace as a matter of fact they had say, a holiday called Armistice Day, mm-hmm. and we all remember the blizzard, but we don't remember what Armistice Day was. Armistice Day was when everybody demanded peace and, and remembered the horrors of war, and they demanded peace by ringing bells. The original bell ringing took place when the war was over on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. And so now we promote all churches and all organizations that want to, to proclaim peace, to ring their bells, at this time so what our organization did was to cast our own bells with an art project from the University of Minnesota and we ring these bells um, at least a hundred times a year at different ceremonies especially for our members that pass on uh, protests that we have on on different occasions and in this case we want to uh, make peace with our with ourselves first in in Minnesota here with the horrific war that we fought And I uh, grew up here in Mankato, and I was very close to the history of the uh, hanging of the 38 Sioux Indians. And there's a lot I've learned since then and uh, a lot to remember and a lot to talk about. And so this ceremony is important just to bring it out to people. They say, well, what are you doing? Well, we've (laughs) we've got lots of stories to tell. And so this ceremony will help bring that out to us. Uh, we, we, uh, in veterans for peace, always recognize the land that we're on when we have a ceremony of any kind, any kind of meeting. We recognize that uh, who was here first and who, and, and who suffered the worst in the conflicts. As well as doing bell ringing, we also have an old school bus, which we painted up and makes very, very good publicity for us. We've been to every city in Minnesota with this bus and gathered signatures for the uh, signing of the UN Treaty for the Abolition of Nuclear Weapons. And the United States so far has not signed that. Most people don't understand it or or don't even know about it. So this is one thing that we try to promote that everybody knows about. So we took this bus to every city in Minnesota, and we got signatures from every city. And we continue to do that, and we continue to petition Congress on this issue. So it's just one of our many issues that we uh, try to bring up. Now
0: this morning, your group is having a special ceremony by Vets for Peace at the Reconciliation Park here in downtown Mankato. It's where the big bison statue is. Bison statue. It's for Indigenous Peoples Day. It happens at ten thirty a.m. What is going to be happening this morning at ten thirty a.m.?
1: First of all, Dr. Chris Motto, he's a Dakota elder and a he's an author, for one thing. (laughs) And uh, as a faculty, you mentioned he was faculty. Yes, yeah, as a faculty at Southwest State University. In the past, I guess he's. uh, he, he really digs into the, into the idea of, of redemption. And this is what we always try and seek in Veterans for Peace is to redeem ourselves and others for the wrong we've done and to continue on in a peaceful manner.
0: And there will be a 38-minute silent procession. Yes. Where does that procession start and go, and who can participate? Well, the
1: Veterans for Peace uh, would entertain anyone that wants to join us. The march around these statues is in silence and each time we continue one circle mm-hmm. the name of a warrior is announced and we ring a bell and ring, beat the drum and this is a personal recognition to those people that that gave their lives for their cause as soldiers do in in all the wars this brings out a, a lot of silent memory for us to contemplate and realize that not only this war but all wars have got to be ended in this way, in a solemn moment of forgiveness. So then the bell will ring for each Dakota warrior and drumbeat. After this, it really brings us together, it causes people to think about what we're doing. So,
0: Who do uh, you expect that will attend this?
1: Well, in the past, we've had uh, mostly the peace, the peace movement people in Mankato mm-hmm. that I can count to when they've come down to our peace vigil.
0: Do you have Indigenous people that come to since it's for Indigenous Peoples Day?
1: Yes, we've had, uh, we've been visited by Indigenous people, so I'm busy promoting this, and I'm hoping to see a lot of my friends in the peace movement that I've known over the years.
0: Okay, we are talking with Jim Brown. He is with the Veterans for Peace, and they will be down at the Reconciliation Park this morning by the Bison for the Indigenous Peoples Day ceremony. And it will feature the speaker, Dr. Chris Motto, a Dakota elder, as well as a 38-minute silent procession in which the bell will ring for each Dakota warrior who lost their lives. I want to thank you for coming in and letting us know. And well, this
1: has been really a pleasure. Thank you so much for your listening to my story.
0: You're welcome, and thank you.